the value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. With me is Graham Baker, Portfolio Manager at 91. He is responsible for the 91 Global Environment Fund. Graham, you kindly sent me a piece and the headline is as follows. Time to get our houses in order for the energy transition. Your first paragraph says the following. With the global construction industry accounting for almost 40% of total energy-related greenhouse gas emissions, tackling climate change clearly needs to start at home. That presents big opportunities for companies supplying products and services that make the built environment more energy efficient. It's very interesting that you at 91 should be looking at this because presumably there should be a whole new age of industries, a proliferation of them servicing this particular need. Yes, I think that's correct. And as we state in the article, the building and construction industry produce a significant amount of greenhouse gases. And that data point, that 40% of energy-related greenhouse gases produced by that particular industry comes from the World Economic Forum. And interestingly, about three-quarters of that come from operating um, buildings, and about a quarter of that comes from the actual construction of the buildings. And I think it's important to note that you know the construction industry makes up about 40% or consumes about 40% of the world's resources. And Uh, There's a huge amount of waste created by the building and construction industry. Uh, We see over a third of global waste coming from that particular industry. So we need to find new businesses and new opportunities to help buildings and the construction industry become more efficient. And the way to do that is to become more efficient with the design of the buildings, the actual building of the buildings itself and then we need to be more efficient across the operational stages also it's almost as though you've got to start at ground level i mean there was a very high profile activist initiative where people would lie down on the m25 which is close to you presumably and talking about insulating houses there's another initiative from the uk government for example where they want to encourage people to buy heat pumps i know you're not talking specifically about these two sort of micro trends but maybe that's a part of a bigger picture You're absolutely right. So they're important areas to try and make buildings more efficient. I think if as a global economy and as a planet we're to get anywhere near net zero or get close to a 1.5 degrees warming scenario, we need to see significant action and significant spend from governments. And we're seeing the UK, the EU and the US spending or committing to spending hundreds of billion dollars trying to improve the housing stock, trying to make houses more efficient. And I think when we look at the building stock, 80% of the required building stock over the long term already exists and is already built. So retrofitting and making buildings more efficient, more energy efficient is extremely important. And it's probably worth noting that the building and construction industry is actually one of the least digitized industries in the world. It's actually only better than agriculture and hunting from a digitization perspective and sits just below hospitality. And that, that's coming from McKinsey, who believe that we need to see significant improvement in digitization across this industry. And it's really some very low hanging fruit that can be supported by many companies that we look at, including some really interesting software businesses and some really quite interesting energy efficiency names. 
how quickly can these companies, given what's happening on the fringes of Europe, I always say the fringes of Europe, but it's still Europe, and you're seeing the price of gas going through the roof. And again, I'm being very colloquial here, Graham, but I saw a programme on the BBC this week that was interviewing a leisure centre, which has a large swimming pool. It's open 365 days a year. The water has to be the same temperature. The air has to be the same temperature. And he said, the manager of this particular facility said... His costs have gone up from £50,000 a year to £135,000 a year. How quickly are companies adapting to these sort of extraordinary price rises? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very good point. So we're seeing the price of energy go through the roof. We're seeing extremely volatile energy and commodity prices. And obviously, energy security has now become an extremely important talking point and the top of agenda for many governments. And when we look at decarbonisation and renewable energy, and particularly energy and resource efficiency, uh, these are all important elements of energy security. So actually, the demand for energy efficiency and resource efficiency solution providers should be going up aggressively in this situation. You should be seeing people making the effort to try and reduce costs and more importantly, reduce the energy consumption and resource consumption of their buildings and of the construction industry itself. Where does the responsibility lie with the construction industry, with the private sector, with a public-private partnership, with governments, with local municipalities? Where does it start, Graham? Well, we believe all parties need to be involved in driving energy efficiency standards. Um, governments, as I touched on before, we're seeing significant spend now on a go-forward basis coming from the UK we think we need to see you know, over £500 billion being spent on the UK housing stock to align with net zero by 2050. We've seen from the EU in their Fit for 55 package that they're probably going to spend approximately 30% of that €1.2 trillion Euros being spent between 2021 and 2027 on building renovation. And we've seen positive comments and targets from Biden in the US around making buildings more efficient to align with net zero targets. So governments are an important part of this, but also industry needs to be at the forefront. As I said before, industry needs to digitize. And we do believe there are there's some quite exciting opportunities from an investment standpoint to look at those businesses that provide solutions and allow the building and construction industry to save energy and resources at the design operational stage of buildings. Well, let's look at your strategy now. You say in one of your last sentences in your piece, you say, therefore, while looking for businesses that supply products and services that avoid emissions, we think it's important to focus on business leaders with the ability to outperform their competitors within the industry. How is your strategy positioned at the moment and what's your targetable universe as investors? Yeah, so we start our investment process with what we call our carbon avoided universe. And we think this is quite a differentiated starting point. And ultimately, what we're trying to find with that universe are businesses that produce less carbon emissions relative to the status quo. We're trying to find those businesses that are providing climate solutions for their customers. And we need to be looking for the real leaders, whether it's market share leaders across building software 
management solutions such as an autodesk that we invest in or whether it's a name such as train technologies which are a leader in energy efficient heating ventilation air conditioning systems and consultancy around energy efficiency related to those systems so ultimately we're looking for businesses that have structural growth leverage to decarbonization enduring competitive advantages that really make them the best at what they do in an industry and they are supplying those solutions for their customers to help them save carbon, save costs, save emissions, save energy and save resources in the future. And ultimately, we think if we can find the, that combination of businesses, they should create long term intrinsic value for us as investors. Just very finally, is this a growth asset class or just a moment in time? Well, we believe it's one of the most exciting long term structural growth opportunities of our lifetime, when we look at the long-term risks from climate change, they are huge risks to the global economy and to the planet as we know it. So we want to try and find opportunities that sit on the other side of those risks, businesses that are growing in a very structural way, leveraged to what is a really exciting long-term growth opportunity. Graham, thanks very much indeed. That was fascinating. Graham Baker is a portfolio manager at 91 in London. This podcast is a marketing communication and is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of 91. In South Africa, 91 is an authorised financial services provider.